0: the following is a presentation of img america's home for college sports this is mountaineer talk all right let's get
1: into our twitter questions with the hashtag mountaineer talk you've seen firsthand the strength top to bottom of this league there are no gimmies at this conference anybody can beat anybody in this league and
2: you have to show up and if you don't show up and play then you will get beat
0: live from cafe portofino this is mountaineer talk Your chance to hear from head Mountaineer Scott Satterfield is brought to you by Badcock Furniture. Find your style at Badcock. And by Pepsi. Grab a Pepsi and some friends and get in the game. Pepsi, official soft drink of your App State Mountaineers. Now, here's your host, the voice of the Mountaineers, Adam Witten.
1: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Mountaineer Talk here from Cafe Portofino. lively crowd on hand here. As we get ready for another App State football game coming up on Saturday. Good to get back to Saturday football. And App State gets a chance to bounce back after the Georgia Southern game last week with another road game. This is game two of a three-game road trip for the Mountaineers. They'll take on the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers on Saturday at Brooks Stadium in Conway. That'll be a 5 o'clock kickoff. So we'll talk about Coastal Carolina. We'll break down a little bit of the Georgia Southern game from last week. Don't want to spend too much time on that. We'll move past that as quickly as we can. And we'll be joined by our player guests later on in the show. It's a tight end show tonight. Colin Reed Jr. and Henry Pearson, true freshmen, will join us at the bottom of the hour. We'll take your questions at hashtag Mountaineertalk on Twitter. You can email us, Mountaineertalk at gmail.com. You can text us, 828 351-6878. 351-6878. We'll get to your questions throughout the show tonight. But to begin, please everyone say hello to the head coach of the Mountaineers, Scott Satterfield. <laughs> Good evening to you. I'll try to be brief and we'll move past it, but I am curious to, to see what your takeaways were if if you didn't just trash the tape after the game against Georgia Southern, but what the takeaways were when you had a chance to go back and dissect it.
2: Well, I mean, it was about, you know, what we saw throughout the game is what really on film. There wasn't anything enlightening once you watch the film as far as, um, you know, things that you didn't see during the game. I mean, you know, we obviously didn't start off too good, um, you know, getting Zach knocked out, third or fourth play there, um, and then Jordan Fair getting knocked out at the end of the first quarter, um, you know, obviously hurt. Uh, Jordan's like the quarterback on, on on defense making the calls and, you know, the, the communication aspect of, of the front seven, and particularly when you're playing an option team, um, you know, I think at times uh, hurt hurt as a defense with some of those calls. And then obviously Zach getting knocked out. And then Peyton um, and Jacob coming in. And, uh, you know, turning the ball over really was a big difference in the game, I think, you know, and it was. for It has been for Georgia Southern this whole season. And, um, you know, we talked about that, you know, leading up to the game and you know we did what we couldn't do uh which is turn the ball over you know, they, the ball's on the ground four times for them we didn't get any of those so five turnovers to zero and then 11 penalties to two penalties i mean that's you know so if you just looked at those two stats you'd say probably didn't look good or you know wasn't good for the team that that was in the negative there so um it is that was that was it and and we just never could grab the momentum i think you know when we blocked the punt and had an opportunity we went down and ended up getting a, the penalty that they knocked us out because we're down on about the 10-yard line get a holding penalty, it brought us back. and We had third and long, that's where we threw an interception. Then we get a face-mask penalty, they move it up, and then they, you know, then they throw a touchdown pass. And, uh, you know, I just never did grab the momentum after that. And uh, just didn't play very good at all. And, you know, offensively, I thought defensively we played solid. There was really – I think there was five plays where we give up about 180 yards yeah. on, on five different plays. And, and – uh, you know, and that's kind of what they've done on offense this year with Georgia Southern. You know, they just you know just plodding along. and Then all of a sudden, there's a big play. Uh, when you don't fit right, they have the speed to to be able to take the distance and um, you know with their backs and their quarterback. And then um, you know with the with the one touchdown pass, they only completed one ball, and that was a uh, you know we ran our safety ran into our corner um, there, and Frank Des Franklin ran into uh, Tay Hayes and then knocked him off a little bit, and there there that was so. Um, but just a lot of mistakes. Um, you can't do that against a good football
1: team and, and expect to win. You know, we, we talked to you after the game on our post-game show, and the first thing you said was, you know, it, it wasn't our night. Mm-hmm. And the first thought that I had, and, and I think a lot of other fans had as well, was, you know, it's not very often that that this program has said that. Yeah. I mean, it was a tough night for sure, no doubt about it. But this is, this is a program that's done a lot of winning, and you haven't had to say that very often where it hasn't been your night so that's one way to keep it in perspective we're we're getting several texts and and emails about this already I'm not going to ask you whether or not he's going to play on Saturday because that's something we still are Mm -hmm. evaluating day to day but folks are curious and and just how Zach's doing yeah he's doing doing? he's
2: doing a lot better now you know benefit of playing on Thursday you get a few extra days and really as several guys have that benefit but he's doing a lot better now Um, was at practice today and um, you know he you know we all know I think we all know he hit his head there and uh, we end up with a concussion, and so he's in that in that protocol now and um, that we have uh, with, through our university. And so, you know, he's day-to-day. We'll kind of see how it goes throughout the rest of this week. But today, you know, he's out there smiling, cutting up, and, and feeling good. Um, you know, so I feel like, uh, you know, he's turning the corner there and, uh, you know, should be available here soon.
1: What did you see out of each of your quarterbacks, Jacob Hughesman and Peyton Derrick, when they came in and, and took snaps and me- very meaningful snaps yeah. in that game?
2: Well, you know, I thought Peyton struggled a little bit there, uh, you know, just completing the football and uh, for whatever reason. Um, and then, and really, the, you know, the two turnovers, the, the interceptions really kind of hurt him, I think. And then Houston came in. I thought he gave us a little spark there. I thought he played better. Um, he, uh, one of the interceptions was a good ball, good throw, you know, really right there. Just got tipped up by a receiver who didn't catch it. And, then, you know, he got to make those catches and um, they ended up intercepting that. But I thought, I thought he played pretty well. And, uh, you know, drove us down there thin and got a touchdown. I think that's big. It's big for his confidence um, to be able to take our team down and, you know, try to find some positives out of it. And uh, so that was good, uh, the way we were able to do that. And, you know, so we'll see. We'll see what happens this week, um, you know, in, in as far as the quarterbacks go. And, uh, you know, really not going to change much of our game plan. We'll, we'll still try to run the football, find ways to do that, and get, find ways to get the ball in some of these playmakers' hands. And, you know, if we haven't done that in the last few weeks, um, try to get them the ball. And we did – Corey had a big play, you know, in the game. He got us our first touchdown. And, uh, you know, we've got to continue to find ways to do that. What has
1: been the, the bounce back of the team in, in practice in the few days that you've had since the Georgia Southern game to now get ready for the next one?
2: Yeah, you know, we came back in on Sunday and, and, and met, you know, kind of put that, that game to bed and, and really started on Coastal at that point. And, uh, you know, today they came back positive, ready to work, had a really good practice. They practiced fast today, uh, really getting after it. And, you uh, and that's what it takes. I mean this game, you win or lose, you can't focus anything on the past. You have to you always have to go to the future. And for us and our guys it's, it's coastal this week, who's a really good football team and uh, you know, but it, but it's more about us and then what we can do at practice. And I thought it came out today and, and did, did
1: a good job. Scott Satterfield is our guest right now, head coach of the Mountaineers. At the bottom of the hour, we'll be joined by App State tight ends Colin Reed and Henry Pearson. We'll take your questions in just a moment. Hashtag Mountaineer Talk on Twitter. Use the hashtag to ask your question. We'll get to those in just a bit. You can email us, mountaineertalk at gmail.com. You can text us, 828-351-6878. We'll talk about the Chanticleers on Saturday and take your questions for head coach Scott Satterfield. After this timeout, we'll return with more of Mountaineer Talk live from Cafe Porta after these messages.
3: Get to Badcock Home Furniture and More's pre-Black Friday event and save up to $1,300 off storewide. Get up to $1,300 off flat mattress sets or up to $1,000 off stylish five-piece bedroom sets. Save up to $800 off sofas and up to $600 off electronics and appliances. Plus, get savings up to $500 on dining room sets. With no credit refused, Badcock makes it easy. Visit Badcock's pre-Black Friday event and save up to $1,300 off items storewide. Now until November 21st. See store for complete details. Prices valid at all stores, including Palm Beach Division.
4: Look at you, a fearless coach. During the week, you're giving your all at the office to support your team. Then, come the weekend, you're all in, inspiring your kids' athletic team. Well, Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina is here for you. Use our Blue Connect app to find a doctor or urgent care. Compare costs of procedures and more. Live fearless, North Carolina. Learn more at livefearlessnc.com.
0: This is Mountaineer Talk. Mountaineer Talk on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network.
5: Covering the place you call home takes the strongest network in the area. With Carolina West Wireless, Mountaineers get the most reliable campus coverage available, coverage that works everywhere else you might someday want to be like a football game in Texas or a bowl game in Florida. Carolina West Wireless, go stay connected. Official wireless provider of the Mountaineers, Visit us for buy one get one free on some popular brand-name smartphones. Certain restrictions apply. See store for details. Hey you, yeah, you. Hi, I'm Lenny the lifeguard. I only have a few seconds during this timeout to give you a few tips on ways to reduce stormwater pollution. Number 1, fix any leaks your vehicle may be dripping on roadways. Number 2, pick up after your pets. If they, uh, you know, go while walking, these items can get washed down the storm drain when it rains and end up polluting our lakes and streams. Please remember to hop to it. Protect our water, because clean water is everyone's responsibility.
6: This message brought to you by Stormwater mascot, Lenny the Lifeguard.
0: Welcome back to Mountaineer Talk. It's time to hear from the head coach of the Mountaineers, Scott Satterfield. Tonight's interview is presented by Badcock Furniture. Find your style at Badcock. Now, back to Cafe Portofino. Alongside the coach, here's your host, Adam Witten.
1: All right. Thanks for joining us. It's another Mountaineer Talk here from Cafe Portofino. Scott Satterfield is here at the bottom of the hour. We'll be joined by tight ends Colin Reed and Henry Pearson. We'll take your questions on Twitter. Hashtag Mountaineer Talk. Let's go ahead and get to those now. Our first one is from one of our favorite listeners, Tony. He's writing in from Greenville, North Carolina, and he asks, quite simply, what's the game plan versus Coastal Carolina this weekend? Well, Coastal
2: really their probably their strength is their offense and what they've what they've been able to do is is keep the, occupy the football and not give many possessions to the opposing team. And I think the last 5 games they the least they've had it is 36 minutes um, time of possession so that's you know leaving 24 for the opposing team against Troy it was 40 40 minutes 20 minutes so I mean they're occupying the game, the ball. So what we have to do is uh, obviously try to get them off the field on third down. That's going to be huge. And then offensively, once we do get the ball, if you're limited in your possessions, you've got to make those possessions really count. And so driving the football down the field and really getting in the end zone, I think the, t- the games they've lost, the teams they've been playing, has been able to get into the end zone and not really settle for field goals, um, but scoring those points once you get down there. And – you no, know, because they are. They're explosive offense. They can put a lot of points on the board. But once you get up, if you do get up on them, then you'll know, have a hard time trying to come back, I think. But uh, but I think, obviously, scoring points in, in, in the end zone is going to be key for our offense,
1: but then defense getting off the field on third down. What's What could we see from the quarterback position for Coastal? Because they've got a senior, Kilton Anderson, who had been having a pretty good year, got hurt. He's battling an ankle injury. And so it gave them an opportunity to bring in a true freshman, Fred Payton, who took almost every snap in their win over Georgia State played yeah. pretty well. Yeah. So what, what's their quarterback situation? Like? Well,
2: you know, don't know for sure. But, but when, you know, what we're seeing, you know, they're, they're still checking his ankles maybe day to day. But the 13 that came in and played against Georgia State, I thought he played a really, really good game. He's not as fast a runner as, as, as the starter is, but, but very effective. Uh, against Georgia State ran, I think, a five different quarterback draws for positive yards, really good yards. But what he was so <clears throat> impressive about was the way he threw the football um you know down the field into seams um tight windows was able to get the ball out and, and and really uh make georgia state pay throwing the ball and we all know they're a running football team but but if you can add that element of pass and to be a very efi- efficient and effective in it then that's what he brought to the table so you know I've, I've, they're probably saying hey if the starter's not fully 100 percent. we're gonna go with this guy sure. because this guy you know made some great plays for us and uh and really, you know, led their team to a victory. I mean, that was a close game. They got out to 17-0 on Georgia State. Mm-hmm. Georgia State were able to come back, take the lead, and then these guys came back, drove down the field, kicked a, a field goal with not much time left, uh, and then Georgia State ended up driving down but ran out of time. So he's a good
1: player, and I think, uh, you know, it gives them a chance to win. They're one win shy of bowl eligibility, just like the Mountaineers. they won two straight games, have the Clears, and they've won two games in conference play. Over Louisiana, who App State knows is a very tough team. Yeah. Louisiana just beat Arkansas State on Saturday, so they could be the team to beat in the West right now. And then the Georgia State game, the come from behind win at the end. So Coastal's playing pretty well this season. Uh, Texter writes in eight two eight three five one six eight seven eight. I wonder if this is a family member because they want your thoughts on Watauga's big win over Freedom on Friday.
2: Yeah, that was, that was a big win. Uh, you know, Watauga High school they they this the best season they've ever had in school history, ten and zero, and. um you know, the least amount of points. Again, they've scored 35 on the season, and uh, they did it again Friday night against a good, really good freedom team. And, um, you know, it's fun to watch them. You know, offensively, defensively, special teams, they do everything very, very well. And, uh, you know, this week they can close out their regular season against Wes Caldwell, who's 0-10. Mm-hmm. Um, so they should be able to do that. And um, and then they get a bye uh, the, the next week, basically, because that's the hurricane game. For a lot of high schools across our state have to make up some of those hurricane uh, games that they missed. And uh, of course, we play, didn't didn't have a game, and then then the playoffs start. So yeah. so we actually get extra week there to kind of recover from any injuries, and then get ready for
1: playoffs. Bryce had a touchdown in that game <laughs> he Friday, did. ninety right? five yards. How, and the touchdown. Give us give us your best coaching analysis of his play.
2: Well, I mean, he runs hard. He, you know, he's that, he's that <laughs> B-back, and he gets hit every play. Uh, so he's a tough, hard-nosed runner. And uh, But, you know, he kind of plugs that middle up. And then, he, you know, the skill guys on the outside are making a lot of great plays. And, uh, again, they're fun to watch. The quarterback's having a great year. Um, and then it's the skill guys on the outside that you know catch the jet sweeps and those type of things, um, so this is a fun fun team to watch
1: question on Twitter hashtag mountaineer talk coaches always talk about needing to force turnovers. Those are keys uh, to many games. but how do you do more to force those turnovers and, and get the fifty fifty balls as you mentioned, Georgia yeah. Southern put the ball on the ground a lot yeah. just didn 't bounce the right way sometimes i don 't know how you how yeah. you coach that except for just making sure that you 're swarming the football but but how do you handle the 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 ways to Maybe try to get that turnover maybe in your favor a little bit more.
2: I don't know. If anybody's got any suggestions, right. we'll, we'll take it. I mean, it's uh, – we are talking to Coach Brown today about just the last four years in fumble recoveries. If, we, if you add up all of them, it's not very many. I bet we're one of the lowest in the country. And there's not – not, the balls are not on the ground. It's just, you know, and sometimes on fumbles, they just have to bounce to you and they'll bounce right uh, – um, it, it's crazy how that ball bounces. And there was a, particularly two of them, you know, last Thursday night. that We were right there. We had three guys around. Yeah. The one, they pitched to the running back, and their old lineman got it. And then on a the kickoff return, we strip them, and it's kind of bouncing around, and we got guys around. It's just how it bounces. But, I mean, we work turnover drills in, in practice, uh, work on stripping guys. Obviously, we've done a good job over the years, interceptions. I mean, we were one of the, the, the leaders in the country over yeah. the last four years and that, but it's just something about, you know, getting fumbles. And then uh, – you know, and I just think it's where the ball bounces. And, you know, you have to be in the right place at the right time to follow that. But you're right. Chasing the ball, being aggressive, having everybody around the, the ball swarming is one of the ways that we have to do that, and, uh, which we are there a lot of times. We just got to be able to
1: get it. Coastal Carolina is minus four in turnover margin, so that will be a key stat as it is in any game, yeah. especially on, on Saturday. Five o'clock kickoff, App State, Coastal Carolina. We're going to talk more about the Chanticleers in our third segment with Scott Satterfield, but we're day away from Halloween. I want to know what Halloween is like in the Satterfield household. Is it, is it a big deal anymore? I mean, your kids are not all to grown. me. Your yeah, kids I mean, are all
2: grown, so it's just another day. Um, it's Wednesday, so but now <laughs> my kids are probably dress up and, and try to try to do something. I, I'm assuming last year they went out to. Uh, University Village there, kind of, you know, that that's probably one of the few, like, real neighborhoods in Boone and uh, do some trick-or-treating out there and uh, probably cause some havoc, scare some little kids or something. I don't know what they do. I mean, they dress up and go uh, you know, hang out with their friends, I think. But
1: uh, Do you have a costume you remember from when you were a kid that stands out?
2: Not really. <clears throat> no, I can't. I Probably some Star Wars uh, costume when I was little um, probably did. You know, back then you just buy the kit – and you put the mask. I don't even know if they still do this, but you just put the mask on, you know. And then you got the the thing that comes on now. So they make costumes pretty easy nowadays. Okay, they're probably a lot easier now. And, uh, and then I've seen a lot of adults that that really get into sure. it, and, and some of their costumes are outstanding. Mm-hmm. And. uh but it's all, you know, we're, I'm always coaching during, during the Halloween, so I'd never have an opportunity to, to participate in Halloween.
1: Yeah. Well, you're, you're and I'm not sad for, for that either. <laughs> <by the way. laughs>
2: I'll
1: tell you a quick story about one of my favorite Halloween memories. I'm going to steal the spotlight of the yeah. show a little bit. Um, so when I was uh, probably my last year, about run, right around my last year of trick-or-treating, a friend of mine and I, well, first of all, we went trick-or-treating on Halloween. I was growing up in the state of Florida. And as it does quite often in Florida, it downpoured rain. Halloween. I mean, to the point where it was just miserable going out and trick-or-treating. So we did as much as we could, and we went and got as much candy as, as we possibly could. But at the, at, after maybe an hour or so, we're like, you know what? We're just going to call it a night. We're going to go back in. But then we had the brilliant idea, or I thought it was brilliant, of saying, you know what? Halloween's rained out this year. We're not going to cancel it, though. We're going to postpone it. Like, they, you know, we're going to postpone <laughs> it to a later date. Yeah. So we went out on November 1st. And trick-or-treating. We're the only two kids in our neighborhood out there trick-or-treating. We're knocking on people's doors, and we're getting the most peculiar looks. What are you you doing? doing? (laughs) Like, Halloween was rained out. The best part, though, was people took all their leftover candy, and they just dumped it into our bags. I got more candy that night than I probably got in any other Halloween combined. So it ended up being pretty smart. I mean, life lessons. There you go. There you go. Life hacks right there. So if it ever rains rains on Halloween – or if, even if it doesn't rain, you still go
2: out the next night and you do want to get all your leftover that's candy. Just, but then, what's your, but then what's
1: your reason for going out? You can't just, go to someone's just door just and helping say them out. They, they don't want it. They want to get rid of it anyway. You're doing them a service. Yeah, you're doing them a service. So it's not that you have to say that it was rained out. You're saying, hey, I'm trying to help you. What yeah, What are you, right. you going to do with all that yeah. candy? Anyway, I mean, just here. Just come on. Just mm-hmm. put it in the back. Okay. I can um, see that. All right, we're going to shift back to football after this timeout. We'll take more of your questions on Twitter, email, and text. We'll talk more about Coastal Carolina when we return to Cafe Portofino for more of Mountaineer Talk right after these messages. <laughs>
7: For nearly 60 years, Daniel Boone Inn has been serving Boone and the High Country delicious family-style meals that take you back to your grandma's table. Whether it's our family-style dinner with our signature fried chicken and country ham biscuits served with traditional southern vegetables or our classic southern breakfast with such favorites as scrambled eggs, local country ham, biscuits and gravy, pancakes, and more, you are sure to feel right at home at the Daniel Boone Inn. So be sure to stop by in pregame, postgame, or let us prepare your next tailgate at The Rock. Everyone
0: in my family uses electricity differently. But when it comes to our Touchstone Energy Cooperative, we all think about it the same way. The co-op is power. Power. Sure, electricity turns the lights on, but power is the information I get from my co-op about efficiency, safety, technology.
6: And I trust the co-op because we
0: We are are the the co-op.
8: They're our neighbors. Our
0: friends.
6: Our home. Go to blueridgeenergy.com slash powerful solutions to learn more.
0: This is Mountaineer Talk. Mountaineer Talk. On the Appalachian IMG Sports Network.
9: This is the Pepsi that's got a date with your taste buds. We're talking a two-step with you and two tacos at 2 a.m. Order number 83. Come on, you're up. This is the Pepsi that has mastered the art of the late-night munchies and is always down to dig into some deep dish. This is the Pepsi for boys pulled pork sliders and the godfather of all sandwiches the godfather this is the pepsi for those who are forever fun this is the pepsi for every generation
1: hey mountaineer fans
5: traveling to games is easy with a new toyota from modern toyota of Boone. modern celebrating 85 years of tradition with low prices on every new toyota in stock
1: including a great selection of trucks and SUVs. Experience complete customer satisfaction and get a great deal at Modern Toyota of Boone, a proud sponsor of ASU Athletics. Highway 421 in Boone and ModernToyotaOfBoone.com. Experience the modern difference. Family owned for 85 years.
0: You're listening to Mountaineer Talk. Now more with head coach Scott Satterfield, presented by Badcock Furniture. Find your style at Badcock. Back to Cafe Portofino and your host, Adam Witten.
1: All right, thanks for joining us for this edition of Mountaineer Talk here from Cafe Portofino. We're with you every Tuesday night for Mountaineer Talk with Head Coach Scott Satterfield and our player guest tonight coming up in about 10 minutes from now, Colin Reed and Henry Pearson, tight ends. If you want to get questions in for them, hashtag Mountaineertalk on Twitter. You can email us, Mountaineertalk at gmail.com. You can text us, 828-351-6878. Let's get to one more Twitter question for Head Coach Scott Satterfield. This is from Norman. It says, any chance we may see any freshmen who have not played yet or played limited as we move forward?
2: Yeah, just potential. Um, you know, we mentioned Cam Peoples last week, and there's still potential for him to play. Um, you know, Datrick is is not a freshman, but, uh, you know, getting closer and closer to being able to play as well. Um, you know, we're down now to the last uh, four games, and mm-hmm. so guys that have not played at all, you know, have would have the potential to play in these four. Um, you know, so, but, you know, we're – we're trying to win football games, and, uh, you know, we're going to play the best guys that we can possibly play, whoever that may be, and, uh, you know, we'll see how, how it goes. But um, I think, you know, those are kind of a couple of guys that haven't played really much this year at running back position that could, could potentially play for us.
1: Coastal Carolina is the opponent on Saturday. Five o'clock is the kickoff. One of the things that stands out is, is the, the rushing stat for this one. Um, you guys are very good at running the ball and stopping the run, but their running game has been really good this year. Why has it been so effective for them? Well,
2: I mean, number one, they really focus on that. Uh, you know, they're, they're going to you know, get a lot of carries, so they're probably you know close to 50 carries a game is what they're looking at getting. And so when you get a lot of carries, you're going are, are, you know, to get a lot of yards. And so the thing they, they do up front, um, a lot of different ways of running. They don't necessarily just run straight option. They run a lot of different gap schemes where they're pulling linemen, they're pulling centers, guards, um, trying to outflank the defense. And then they also can utilize their receivers, running backs, and quarterbacks in the running game. So when you're doing all of that, then you have to defend the whole field. And so, you know, they're going to you know, manipulate the defense and then figure out how they can get those guys the ball. Uh, a lot of different ways, unbalance, um, formation into the sideline where they're trying to outflank you. Um, you know, so there's a bunch of different variety of ways of running the football, and I think they do a great job with that. Um, you know, uh, their offensive coordinator was the head coach at Charleston Southern, you know, when they came up and beat us here. Jamie Chadwell. Uh, yeah, yeah, Chadwell about four or five years ago. So, uh, and he's you know, he's running their offense and does a great job with it. But the impressive thing is just the ball control, how they just grind out first downs and you just continue. Next thing you know, you look up, and they've had the ball eight minutes, you yeah. know, and you, and you hadn't been on the field. So, those are the impressive things. The other thing about them is their schedule this year. As you look at it, I think, what, eight games, but only two at home? Yep. Um, so, six road games this year, you know, and then now they're, they're finally getting another game back home. So, uh you know, was, well, I think the, the Storm, they took one of the – the Campbell game, they had to play that on a Wednesday uh, at Campbell uh, this this year. Mm-hmm. So uh, – and then as, as you guys remember, I think they – they were out of pocket for about three weeks, so they were they were out of town, you know. So they've been through some things this week, and to be able to hold that together and have a 5-3 and three record, they've done a great job with that with their team.
1: Yeah, I believe the story, when they were getting ready to play Louisiana, that was after the Wednesday game when the hurricane came through, and I believe they were staying in St. Augustine, Florida so. yep, for Florida. a while. Yep. They were displaced there. Then they flew to play Louisiana, That's won right. that game on yep. the road. I mean, you look at what they've done this year. Not only do they have five wins, I mean – UAB, yeah. Louisiana, those are good yeah. wins. UAB is, what,
2: 7-1 and one at yeah. this point.
1: Their only loss is to Coastal.
2: Uh, you know, a really good football team. And, and UAB has, sh- has shut out three opponents this year is what I was looking at yesterday. And these guys put 45 on UAB. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're impressive offensively what they do. Um, you know, and then – You know, in the defense and kicking game, they're aggressive on defense. I mean, it seems like as you watch the film, it's like either, you know, they're stopping you for no gain or or the guys are getting big yards. I mean, so it's a little bit different type defense as far as the way they're just blitzing and and putting a lot of pressure on you and – which you know, I know they, I'm sure they will this week, you know, looking at our quarterback situation, we'll see a lot of different things out of their defense.
1: Especially when you play against the East Division, it doesn't get any easier. That's a very good division yep. in the Sun Belt this year. So that's coming up on Saturday. Uh, before uh, I ask you one question about our player guests, I am curious to, to get your thoughts on the Louisiana and Arkansas State game. That was a good game. We had a feeling those were two of the best teams in, yep. the, in the West Division, and I kind of had a feeling, and a lot of people did too, based on the way that they played against you guys that you know, Louisiana's got a real good shot to yep. win this game and it was close, but yep. what'd you what'd you make of that when well, it well, I was a little bit
2: I was a little bit shocked a little bit that a little bit to move the fact that Louisiana was was quarter. to you the in the so quarter the then quarter. the first four minutes of the second quarter, they had about 355 of already. Yeah. of the second quarter, they about um, which is shocking to me because I think Ark State's defense is pretty good. Their D line is good, and uh, but you know they they were out of their gaps a few times. In Louisiana, three good backs they can take it the distance, which we know that. And then their quarterback is playing well. Um, they're they're one of the hottest teams in our league right now. I think the way they're playing uh, offensively, their defensively defense is not as good. I don't think, but but they did enough. Um, you know to to hold um, Ark State down. I think right before the half there was a big play. I think that. Uh, Ark State did not convert, and they ended up getting a penalty, 15 yards, and they were able to get a field goal right before the half. And I think that momentum just kind of went right to Louisiana into the second half.
1: All right, what kind of dirt should we know on our player guests tonight? Colin Reed, Henry Pearson.
2: Um, I don't know that I have any dirt on either one of those guys. Look at him staring you. They got some dirt, but you know what? They do have some dirt on their on their tight end coach. I'm sure Coach Carwell. Oh man. So they could bring him into the mix. because he's a little bit wild, you and crazy, might have Because uh, you've
1: known Carball for so long,
2: I tell you what I did. But I, when I was up recruiting Henry, I went up to Hell, He probably don't even know this, but when I, we went up to, to visit him, I met with him and his family it's from New Jersey. He ended up in New Jersey, which we don't typically go, you know, to New Jersey except for the ballers, and he's a baller, so we went up there and got him. Um, but I mean, I'm on – I didn't even know this. We're dri- driving back to the airport after I've already visited with him, and uh, I get a call from a high school coach, so I answer the phone, and I'm not sure what road this is. It's one of those turnpike-type roads. There's a lot of those. Um, yeah. And there's traffic everywhere, man. And next thing you know, I got a blue light behind me. Somebody's pull- one of these guys are pulling me. One of these – probably Henry's cousin or something. And, and they, they pull me over. And he, I, I said I wasn't speeding. I said I'm going to the airport. I'm not speeding. He said, Well, you are on your phone. But I, and I said, Well, I had it on speakerphone, but I had it right here. You know. Uh, he, he said, Well, you're you are on your phone. That's that's against the, the law. You can't do that. So anyway, he wrote me a ticket. I, it cost me like $175. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad Henry can play. You're bad. You know? Yeah. You're. He's glad he, he, so be it's, glad it's he worth, was good enough to be it's, worth it's worth, that, right? it's worth $175. So, uh, but anyway, that's one of the few times I've gotten a ticket out recruiting. But. Uh,
1: Particularly when I wasn't speeding, you know, I've had a couple of speeding tickets, but, but that's different. Well, yeah, he, he, I think we can all agree after seeing him play for, for just a few games in his career that I think it was worth it. Yeah, no, it was for everything you it was, went through, definitely for all your troubles. He's, he's done a good <laughs> job for us. Well, we look forward to getting to know them here in just a few minutes. So thanks for being here, as always. Look forward to bouncing back, hopefully, on Saturday at Coastal. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Head Coach Scott Satterfield joining us on the show. When we come back, Colin Reed Henry Pearson take the stage when we return to Mountaineer Talk from Cafe Portofino right Covering after the this. The place
5: you call home takes the strongest network in the area. With Carolina West Wireless, Mountaineers get the most reliable campus coverage available, coverage that works everywhere else you might someday want to be, like a football game in Texas. Yeah or a bowl game in Florida. Carolina West Wireless. Go stay connected. Official wireless provider of the Mountaineers. Visit us for buy one, get one free on some popular brand name smartphones. Certain restrictions apply. See store for
9: details. This is the Pepsi that's got a date with your taste buds. We're talking a two-step with you and two tacos at 2 a.m. Order number 83. Come on, you're up. This is the Pepsi that has mastered the art of the late-night munchies and is always down to dig into some deep dish. This is the Pepsi for pull boys, pulled pork sliders, and the godfather of all sandwiches, the godfather. This is the Pepsi for those who are forever fun. This is the Pepsi for every generation.
0: This is Mountaineer Talk. Mountaineer Talk. On the Appalachian IMG Sports Network.
4: Look at you, a fearless coach. During the week, you're giving your all at the office to support your team. Then, come the weekend, you're all in, inspiring your kids' athletic team. Well, Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina is here for you. Use our Blue Connect app to find a doctor or urgent care. Compare costs of procedures and more. Live fearless, North Carolina. Learn more at livefearlessnc.com.
7: This is Stephen Hartzell, host of the Nissan College Football Blitz. Heard every Saturday from noon until midnight Eastern on TuneIn.com and the TuneIn app. When there's a big play, a momentum change, and if that possible upset is happening, not only will we let you know, you'll hear the scores as they happen live. Catch all of the action as we count you down to the College Football Playoff. It's the Nissan College Football Blitz. Saturdays, noon until midnight Eastern on the College Sports Now channel on TuneIn.com and the TuneIn
4: app.
0: Welcome back to Mountaineer Talk. We want to hear from you. Tweet us using the hashtag Mountaineer Talk or text 828-351-6878. Now back to Cafe Portofino and your host, Adam Witten. All
1: right, welcome back to the show. We're with you for another 30 minutes on Mountaineer Talk and Cafe Portofino. We're with you every Tuesday night to talk App State football. Thanks to Scott Satterfield for joining us in the first 30 minutes of the show and now For the second portion of tonight's program, please welcome our player guests, tight ends Colin Reed and Henry Pearson. Welcome, guys. All right. I I tried to dig up a little bit of dirt on you guys, but Coach Satterfield wouldn't give you up. Um, So we'll just have to get it from each of you, basically. Sweet. Um, All right. Tell us first how you guys have bounced back. I know that was a tough night in Statesboro on Thursday. Let's get this out of the way. But I'm curious in, in what the spirits have been. Since that game, in practice, and, and knowing that, you know, you got to have a short memory, right?
8: Yeah, well, I mean, that's exactly what it's been. You know, um, throw it out, move on, back to business as usual. Um, just trying to be positive, you know, reinforcement for guys, and, you know, just really just getting back to business, trying to get this train rolling again.
10: Yeah, that's definitely the biggest thing, just having a short memory. Just forgetting, watching the film, and correcting yourself.
8: All right.
1: Uh, Henry, I want to ask you this, since we we got a great story from – coach Satterfield about when he was up there visiting and got a ticket while he was up in New Jersey mm-hmm. trying to navigate his way around and making sure that he could come and, and find you and see you play but tell us about how you made it from New Jersey down to Boone what the experience has
10: been like from a playing standpoint and then culturally as well I mean from a playing standpoint it's still football you know it's just a game I've been playing since I was young nothing's really changed Uh, But culturally, I've been coming down to North Carolina for a while. My dad has business over in Spruce Pine, actually where Coach Satterfield's wife is from. So that's kind of like a connection that I I had already. So it wasn't a huge culture shock then. You're familiar with the mountain Mm -hmm. areas, not just North
1: Carolina, but the mountain
10: areas of North Carolina too. Yeah, I've been coming down here since I was probably third grade, hunting with some friends, everything.
1: What did you guys do as tight ends to kind of welcome Henry to,
8: to the team? To no. the tight end group, nothing. Yeah, nothing. We nothing. just – Yeah, nothing. Just another kid coming in, trying to learn the system. You know, treat him like one of our own, love him up. But you know, in the end, we're just trying to get some wins. You know, whatever yeah. we got to do.
1: Did you have a welcome to college moment yet this year?
10: Uh, probably my first math test. <laughs>
1: okay. How <laughs> 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 oh, so? I want to hear elaborate on that.
10: <laughs> I mean. Just calculus. I just, oh, gosh. Yeah. Derivatives. Uh-huh, yeah. exactly.
1: That's all. That, that's the extent of my calculus, uh-huh. just knowing to say the word derivatives. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Makes just me feel like I know calculus <laughs> when I really don't. <laughs> so that, did you, you know, did you know you have, something, yeah. Did you have a, an on-the-field welcome-to-college moment, like first mm. practice, or maybe like the first time you got hit hard as you're trying to, to make a block or something?
10: Definitely the first time I got ripped by Coach Cardwell. That just in the – watching film like the next day after a bad practice or something, that, that was definitely the welcome to, welcome to college moment. That's it for everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. not, 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 <laughs> yeah. not going to go into, into too much depth about what yeah. was said. but a lot, a,
1: lot of, a lot of app fans are going to remember Coach Cardwell as a player from, mm-hmm. from uh, over a decade ago, part of those championship teams. What's, the Nick, what's Nick Cardwell coach? What's he like? How would you describe him?
8: <laughs> you want him to be the one that gets yeah. in trouble. No, for this. no, no no. I mean I'll take it. That's
4: fine.
10: <laughs> there's there's two Nick Cardwells. He has a little split personality. So Nick Cardwell off the field, not in a football environment, awesome guy, you know, cool family guy, two kids, awesome wife, you know, super nice guy. Never had any problems with him, but when you get into the, you know, film room on the field in between those lines as people might say there's that switch that just turns and he becomes the football maniac that he really is. And just I mean not, not in any bad way. Great guy, yeah, great coach. Yeah. But no,
8: it's never a bad way. Yeah. You
10: know, There's no bad blood
8: in it or anything. He's, just, he's a coach. He likes to win just like we do, and he's going to do whatever it takes to get us out there and do the right thing. Exactly. And it, he will do whatever it takes, that's for sure.
1: So one of the best things about Nick Cardwell is he's always the one as you guys are exiting the field from your pregame warm-ups. Everyone's lifting him up, yep. and he's above all the players in this big huddle, and he is screaming just – all sorts of motivational words to you guys. Can you get, cause we can't ever hear it. Sometimes you hear it in, in the videos that the team puts out, but can you guys try to recreate the things that he'll say to motivate you guys? Nah, you clean can't re- for radio. You can't, right? you can't recreate it. It's,
8: it's just a, in the moment, it's a, you know, a pump-up thing, and it's it's <laughs> stuff that can't be said on the radio, but it's also what needs to be said. It is what everybody's thinking, and it, he's got a way of saying it that gets everybody going, and mm-hmm. it, it, it's a staple to what we do before a pregame.
1: Okay. Um, all right, I want to ask you guys more questions to, to try to get to know the two of you a little bit more. We'll ask you some questions about about Coastal this weekend, but since we are a day away from Halloween, I, I brought this up with – Coach Satterfield, and there wasn't a whole lot of exciting that happens in his house during during Halloween. Um, but what what are you guys? What's what? What are some memories that you have from Halloween? Either what you do in your older mm-hmm. years, or maybe some things you remember when you were a kid and, and going around and trick or treating.
10: Uh, I mean, I know I was a vampire for I think three years in a row. Okay, just very bland, you know. And then I was a football player for two years in a row after of that. And then I think that was the last time I dressed up. Yeah. Yeah, but, but vampire would that was the go-to yeah, costume. Yeah, you know, the teeth, were, the fake teeth, everything, the absolutely. fake blood. Sure, you know, going out with the kids.
8: Uh, yeah, I was a football player a lot of times as well. Um, but probably my big, my biggest memory is there was always this. Um, oh, she. There was one of my friends. She always threw this Halloween party every Halloween, um, and it was just like in. And- driveway and everybody from school came and it was just music and pizza and we played these games and it that that's what we did every Halloween in my hometown that's it's where everybody went that's what everybody did we didn't go trick-or-treating we just went to the party okay that was was pretty cool I was was was,
1: well I was gonna ask you like if if there's any any younger kids that that might get to hold this audio from or if they're listening with their parents at home right now if you had any trick-or-treating tips but you didn't do much trick-or-treating yeah Anything that you can impart wisdom
10: on? My biggest part, or my biggest tip, is go to the wealthier side of town. Yeah, you got to <laughs> go to the big Where those houses. king size bars. <laughs> big are, houses. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's the go-to candy? What's the candy that you just can't resist? Uh, or if you
1: sit down, you're like you're you're opening at least nine or ten of those things. Oh,
10: <sighs> Kit Kats, the little ones, you know, the yeah. little like. Yeah. I'll yeah.
8: do a Kit Kat or a Twix bar, mm-hmm. but if you give me a pack of Sour Skittles, that thing doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> <laughs> He's not making it till 10 a.m. No. (laughs) Very good.
1: We're visiting with Colin Reed and Henry Pearson on our program tonight. I'm going to give you guys a chance to think about this next question because we like asking this to to the player guests because we we sometimes get some really unique answers with this. I want you to think about some hidden talents that you guys have, things that you're good at outside of football or maybe not even outside of sports. So think about that while we take a two-minute timeout. We'll come back with our player guests, Colin Reed and Henry Pearson, when we return to Cafe Portofino for more Mountaineer Talk right after this.
6: Appalachian Mountain Brewery, come see what everyone's talking about. Open seven days a week so you can enjoy the high country's favorite spot for local award-winning craft beer. AMB has its own food truck, Farm to Flame, serving a brick oven wood-fire pizza, apps, and more. AMB's focus on community, sustainability, and philanthropy shine through in everything it does. AMB is now available in Tennessee, South Carolina, and North Carolina statewide. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at AM Brewery. Remember, always drink responsibly. Cheers!
3: Get to Badcock Home Furniture and More's Pre Black Friday event and save up to $1,300 off store wide. Get up to $1,300 off flat mattress sets or up to $1,000 off stylish five piece bedroom sets. Save up to $800 off sofas and up to $600 off electronics and appliances. Plus, get savings up to $500 on dining room sets. With no credit refused, Badcock makes it easy. Visit Badcock's Pre Black Friday event and save up to $1,300 off items store wide. Now until November 21st. See store for complete details. Prices valid at all stores, including Palm Beach Division.
0: This is Mountaineer Talk.
3: Mountaineer Talk
0: on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network.
7: For nearly 60 years, Daniel Boone Inn has been serving Boone and the High Country delicious family-style meals that take you back to your grandma's table. Whether it's our family-style dinner with our signature fried chicken and country ham biscuits served with traditional southern vegetables or our classic southern breakfast with such favorites as scrambled eggs, local country ham, biscuits and gravy, pancakes, and more, you are sure to feel right at home at the Daniel Boone Inn. So be sure to stop by in pregame, postgame, or let us prepare your next tailgate at The Rock.
9: This is the Pepsi that's got a date with your taste buds. We're talking a two-step with you and two tacos at 2 AM. Order number 83, come on, you're up. This is the Pepsi that has mastered the art of the late night munchies and is always down to dig into some deep dish. This is the Pepsi for pull boys, pulled pork sliders, and the godfather of all sandwiches, the godfather. This is the Pepsi for those who are forever fun. This is the Pepsi for every generation.
0: Welcome back to Mountaineer Talk. Be a part of tonight's show by tweeting using the hashtag MountaineerTalk or text 828-351-6878. Now back to Adam Witten.
1: All right, welcome back to the show. We thank those of you that have tweeted into our show tonight, Mountaineer Talk from Cafe Portofino. You can do so on Twitter, hashtag Mountaineer Talk. You can email us, Mountaineer Talk at gmail.com. You can text us, 828-351-6878. Colin Reed and Henry Pearson, our guests, the tight ends. Colin's scanning some of the Twitter questions right now, trying to see what people have written in. So let's go to those, why don't we? Uh, Tony writes in, he says, what's your favorite NFL team and why? for each of you. Colin, you want to go first? Yeah,
8: sure. Uh, I'm a Panthers fan. I have been since we, uh, you know. I wow, grew up, not
1: a lot of support out there for Panthers.
8: I grew up in the Carolinas. I, it was actually funny today in meetings. Uh, somebody gave me some, uh, they got on me about wearing a Panthers shirt because it was from when they went to the Super Bowl in 2004. They were just like, why do you still have that shirt? It's so old. And I was like, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> man. It's just what I'm wearing. Is Greg Olson the
1: tight end? You emulate your game
8: after. Yeah, that's, that's my favorite tight end. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I enjoy watching him.
1: All right, so someone from New Jersey, what's your NFL team? I mean, it's
10: hard right now with the Giants being so bad as they are. Yeah, you
1: don't really have a good
10: choice there, Giants or Jets. Yeah, so growing up, I mean, I always just chose players to always look after. Okay. When I was younger, like Brian Urlacher, you know, good linebacker. But right now, probably Patriots just because I like Gronk. Did you play defense when you were growing up? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just – why do you, you you had a you yeah. no, a good reaction? I just Gronk. hate I hate the Patriots. No, I like oh, Gronk. Sure. I hate no, the I, Patriots. I don't like the Patriots. I just like Gronk. Yeah. Okay.
5: Yeah, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Next question. Do either of you guys have a game day tradition
8: or superstition? Ooh, superstition. I mean, I do the same thing every game day. I stretch at the same time. I I have the same guy stretch me, Coach uh, Jeff. And then I mean, I I guess my tradition would be. Um, so uh, it's actually new to this year. Uh, my roommate actually got a a dog. He's he's our boy. His name's Moose. I write Moose on my um, on my wrist, and then I also write uh, my roommate's number because uh, he's he's not able to play anymore. He had to uh, get uh, medically released because of his knees. But I, I write his number on my wrist, so okay. you know, kind of a little thing for him. But
10: uh, yeah, that's what I do now. That's my tradition,
8: I guess. Okay.
10: Um. I mean, growing up when I was really young, I was way more superstitious. Like, wear the same pair of socks, everything like that. But Josh, really. We learned that about Josh Thomas. He wears the same socks every game day. Yeah. But right now, I mean, I have a pregame ritual, I guess, going out to the field before before the game, before the warm-ups and everything, doing my own warm-up, catching the ball, doing certain, certain routes and everything. But basically just normal just stuff. Just going through the same routine mm-hmm. basically yep. every game. All right, next question
1: on Twitter, hashtag Talk. What is your favorite memory from a trip to Myrtle Beach? Not necessarily for football, but in any trips you've taken to Myrtle Beach. I got are, a good, you, I, okay, we had a light bulb moment. There. I got a
8: good one. Okay, so me and um, some guys from the team, michael Rubino, Elias McMurray, Zeb Spear, and Chandler Greer, we all went down to the beach. Uh, michael Rubino has a place in uh, Ocean Isle, so Myrtle Beach is not right. Not too far. Yeah. Not too far. So we drove there for dinner one night, and we were walking on the strip, and my – We talk about it all the time. I still have the video. Um, We're driving down the strip, and I don't know if y'all know what I'm talking about, that there's a big slingshot thing on the strip, and everybody's like, oh, man, I would never do that. I would absolutely never do that. And I was just like, if y'all pay for it, I'll do it. (laughs) And, you know, just we're – And you don't say no to that. We're a mile away, and I'm just like, okay, we're not going to actually go do that. (laughs) And sure enough, we park and walk down the strip, and they pay for me to get launched – and they all mode everybody, and they say, "launching read." So that was my—that was my thing. We talk about that all the time. So launching that comes up—I got
1: to imagine that comes up on the field or in practice at some point. Launching read.
8: Yeah, they, it comes up all the time. They—they they enjoy mentioning that one. It's—it's it's pretty funny. It's a great memory i got to remember that the next time you catch a touchdown pass. Yeah.
10: <laughs> Watching Reed.
8: Oh, yeah. That could be a new play. It could
1: be. Yeah. Oh, I like that. How yeah. would you? What would you design for that kind of play? But, I, I mean, just you go deep, right? Everybody yeah, sure. That's all it is. Everybody yeah. blocks. Everybody blocks. Colin goes deep. <laughs> yeah. It's like backyard football. <laughs> exactly. <right? laughs> have you been to Myrtle Beach before? I actually have not. No? No. You what about Jersey
10: there. Shore? Uh, there's always great memories of the Jersey Shore. <laughs> shore you <know. laughs> Anything you could share with us? Thanks. uh Actually, I have a similar story to Collins. It's not the slingshot one, but it's uh, basically slingshot. I figured out how to describe it, but it doesn't matter. And all my friends, I went out with another friend, and I was three other people, and they ditched us. We went up on it, and we went flying up, and we came back down, and they were going. And they were gone. <laughs> I mean, we, we found them like five minutes later, but... So yours was launching Reed and yours was leaving Pearson. Yes,
1: Yes,
8: exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. I asked you guys before the last break if you had any good hidden talents or things that you're just good at outside the game of football. So you had a chance to think about it. Henry, let's start with you. What do you got? Uh, I love to bake, you know, bake
10: cookies, chocolate cheesecake, anything. Wow. Uh, Where'd you develop a love for that? uh, Just doing it with my grandma. You know, we used to always make pies for the holidays and stuff and, from there on, just does he started ever, doing my own. Does he ever make things for you guys?
1: No, never brings in cookies or anything. I, I for you? wish,
8: but no, he doesn't. I didn't even know that about him until right now. Well, now you got to keep hammering him about so, it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> what about you, Colin?
8: Uh, well, we talked about my golf game last time I was on here, so let's not mm-hmm. get into that. But uh, so my whole life, I grew up on a lake. Um, and, uh, so I, I, I'd say I'm pretty good at water sports, wakeboard skiing, kneeboarding, all that good stuff. I enjoy doing that stuff. That's one of your preferred summer activities. Yeah. I I try to go home. As often as I can in the summer, just because we enjoy getting on the lake, try to bring people home with me and you know have some camaraderie on the lake.
1: There's some ways you could do launching reed on on a yeah. lake, right?
8: Yeah, my neighbors have a water trampoline, so that's done. Oh, that's God. been done that's before too. <laughs> that is fun.
1: <laughs> All right, one more question on Twitter before we break. Oh wow, this is a throwback question here. What do you guys prefer with your wings? Sauce, no sauce,
8: ranch, or blue cheese? I'm a saucy, ranchy guy. Attaboy. That yeah. that That's how you do it. Yeah, sauce and ranch. Love it. These guys are great. I love these
1: guys. <laughs> all right, we can talk about that for another 30 minutes, but we have to take a break. We'll come back with more with Colin Reed and Henry Pearson after we pause for two minutes. Mountaineer Talk from Cafe Portofino. We're back in just a moment.
4: Look at you, a fearless coach. During the week, you're giving your all at the office to support your team. Then, come the weekend, you're all in, inspiring your kids' athletic team. Well, Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina is here for you. Use our Blue Connect app to find a doctor or urgent care. Compare costs of procedures and more. Live fearless, North Carolina. Learn more at livefearlessnc.com.
0: Everyone in my family uses electricity differently. But when it comes to our Touchstone Energy Cooperative, we all think about it the same way. The co-op is power. power. Sure, electricity turns the lights on, but power is the information I get from my co-op about efficiency, safety, technology. And I trust the co-op because we We are are the co-op.
8: They're our neighbors. Our friends.
6: Our home. Go to blueridgeenergy.com slash powerful solutions to learn more.
0: This is Mountaineer Talk. Mountaineer Talk on the Appalachian IMG
6: Sports Network. Appalachian Mountain Brewery, come see what everyone's talking about. Open seven days a week so you can enjoy the high country's favorite spot for local award-winning craft beer. AMB has its own food truck, Farm to Flame, serving a brick oven wood-fire pizza, apps, and more. AMB's focus on community, sustainability, and philanthropy shine through in everything it does. AMB is now available in Tennessee, South Carolina, and North Carolina statewide. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at AM Brewery. Remember, always drink responsibly. Cheers.
3: For up-to-date breaking news on the Appalachian State Mountaineers, there's no better source than AppStateSports.com, the official website of Appalachian State Athletics. AppStateSports.com provides detailed content and results on all Appalachian sports teams. With innovative photos, live game and coaches show broadcast, and in-depth interviews about the Appalachian State Mountaineers. AppStateSports.com is your complete online source for sports news when you just have to know. Go to the source. Go to AppStateSports.com.
0: Welcome back to Mountaineer Talk. We want to hear from you. Tweet us using the hashtag Mountaineer Talk or text 828-351-6878. Now back to Cafe Portofino and your host, Adam Witten.
1: All right, welcome back to the show. we got about 10 more minutes left in our program tonight. App State, Coastal Carolina coming up on Saturday. 5 o'clock is the kickoff. 3 o'clock our coverage begins on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network, we're visiting with tight ends Colin Reed and Henry Pearson. Colin noticed that somebody was tuning in and tweeted at him. You want to give your, some folks a shout out? Yeah,
8: uh, shout out to uh, John and Chip and everybody up at the library tailgate. Uh, appreciate you guys always showing support and being, um, you know, there for my parents and everything. It's awesome and doesn't go unnoticed. What what's their tailgate
1: like? I know you don't really get a chance to stop by on game well, day, but I know you get you, you know at least what's going on out there.
8: Yeah, so this last home game they had their seafood tailgate. It's like their big staple. And oh man, I'm so jealous. I actually got some leftover shrimp, but I mean, they had everything out there. Mahi, salmon, oysters, shrimp, uh lobster. I mean, they had they had a low country boil out there. It's awesome. And I'm I'm just glad to get the leftovers. I couldn't imagine being there.
1: If they were to ever join forces with Big C at some point, it would be the tailgate to end all tailgates. <laughs> it really would. Bad. It would It would be bad. Would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way of put it. All right, Colin Reed and Henry Pearson, our guests tonight. Uh, what do you guys – what are your, like we, – we talk game day traditions and, and superstitions. What's, like, the meal that you have to have before a game? I know the meals are sometimes scheduled, but – Maybe after a game when you got a chance to find meals on your own, do you have certain things that you like to eat on certain times around games?
8: Uh, well, I mean, I do the same thing before every game. I always have two baked potatoes and put some chicken in it, make me a little grilled chicken spud. That's fantastic. Henry actually started doing a little bit, I noticed. But Did uh, you? Yeah, and then uh, after every home game, me and my parents always go to Puerto Nuevo, the Mexican restaurant down by Walmart. I don't know. It's just kind of our thing, but that's what we do, so –
1: yeah. What's the kind of food, Henry, that you like to have when you're down here that that you just can't get the same way up in up in the Northeast?
10: Definitely biscuits and gravy. That's always been a big one. Coming down since I was little, just they don't have that up north.
1: No, no, shame. not so much. Um, all right, give us give us uh, a couple minutes here on Coastal Carolina. What you're mm-hmm. expecting out of these guys?
8: Uh, I mean, they're they're a good football team. They're going to come out there. They're going to battle. Uh, their their defensive line, their two D ends are real good. Um, you know, we just got to go out there and play our ball. Um, whoever's back at quarterback, whoever's in the backfield, whoever's at O line, anybody. We just got to go out there, all come together, you know, play our brand of football, you know, run the football, and then try try to complete some passes and just, you know, do our thing, get back to playing App State football.
1: That was really good analysis. What's one thing that each of you admires about the other one's game since you guys play the same position?
10: You go. Me? Uh, sounds a great route runner for sure. Definitely has nice, soft hands when he has to catch the ball, too, and everything.
1: Yeah. Uh,
8: there you go. I'm the opposite. I, Henry's blocking is really good. You know, um, he he came in strong and ready, ready to go, and he, he can block. He can block with the best of them. And, you know, I that's – even being the old guy, it's something I try to look at him and learn from a little bit. But, um, yeah, I, I think we complement each other well.
1: Well, it's been fun getting to know you guys a little bit, hearing some stories from from Halloween and trips at the beach and – baking and water sports, so it's been a lot of fun. Thank you guys for for taking part in our show tonight. Wish you all the best on on Saturday, hoping to get a big bounce back W.
8: Yeah, thank you all for having us. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Henry Pearson, Colin Reed, our player guest tonight. When we come back, we'll put a wrap on this edition of Mountaineer Talk Live from Cafe Portofino continues after this timeout.
9: This is the Pepsi that's got a date with your taste buds. We're talking a two-step with you and two tacos at 2 a.m. Order number 83. Come on, you're up. This is the Pepsi that has mastered the art of the late-night munchies and is always down to dig into some deep dish. This is the Pepsi for pull boys, pulled pork sliders, and the Godfather of all sandwiches, the Godfather. This is the Pepsi for those who are forever fun. This is the Pepsi for every generation. Covering
5: the place you call home takes the strongest network in the area. With Carolina West Wireless, Mountaineers get the most reliable campus coverage available. Coverage that works everywhere else you might someday want to be. Like a football game in Texas, or a bowl game in Florida. Carolina West Wireless, go stay connected. Official wireless provider of the Mountaineers, Visit us for buy one, get one free on some popular brand name smartphones. Certain restrictions apply. See store for details. This is Mountaineer Talk.
0: Mountaineer Talk
5: on the Appalachian IMG Sports
0: Network.
7: Vesco Toyota Lift, Western North Carolina's authorized Toyota Forklift distributor, has served the Mountaineer Nation since 1979. Vesco Toyota Lift sells and services Toyota Forklift, America's number one selling forklift with over 400 rental units. Our new capacity trailer jockey line and JLG aerial equipment available. Vesco Toyota Lift can also go to work for you quickly, efficiently, and dependably. Put the experience of the Vesco team to work for you. We will lower your operating costs and keep your business operating 24 7. With custom Toyota lease plans, why not give your business that big lift today? Visit us at VescoForklifts.com. MassStore employees are sharing their favorite benefit with you for two special days. That's right. You can enjoy the MassStore employee discount on Sunday, November 4th, and Monday, November 5th. Save 25% on up to six items of your choice throughout the store so you can create your own sale when you're an employee for a day. If you can't make it to a store, you can shop online. Some exclusions apply, and you'll need a coupon. So click massstore.com sale for more details.
1: All right, welcome back. We're wrapping up this edition of Mountaineer Talk here on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. Our thanks to our guests tonight, Head Coach Scott Satterfield, for the first 30 minutes of the program, and tight ends Colin Reed and Henry Pearson. Got some great stories out of those two young men who are both having good years for the App State offense. Mountaineers and Coastal Carolina coming up on Saturday. A programming note for next week. For those of you that are still here at Cafe Portofino or planning on joining us next Tuesday – There is a men's basketball game next Tuesday night, the home opener. We will be here at Cafe Portofino for the show, but it will air on Wednesday night. So if you're planning on coming to the show, even though it won't be live on radio next Tuesday night, we will be doing the show at our same time and location and the same date next Tuesday night here at Portofino while the men's basketball team plays. So if you want to come here for the show, you can still catch the second half of the men's basketball game after this one is over. But you can also listen to the show on Wednesday. So it'll air on tape delay next week. So that's a programming note for our show next week once basketball season begins. And then, of course, on Saturday, we'll be down in Conway just near Myrtle Beach for the next game, App State and Coastal Carolina. Game two of a three-game road trip, Mountaineers and Chanticleers. The winner of that game becomes bowl eligible, Coastal 5-3, App State 5-2 on the season. Broadcast begins at 3 o'clock with me, Molly Cotton, Sims McElfresh. We'll have two hours of pregame coverage leading you up to the kickoff at 5 o'clock from Brooks Stadium in Conway, App State, and Coastal Carolina as we enter the month of November, the home stretch of the 2018 football season. So until Saturday, thanks for joining us tonight for another edition of Mountaineer Talk. Good night.
0: You've been listening to Mountaineer Talk on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. Tonight's show has been brought to you by Badcock Furniture. Find your style at Badcock. And buy Pepsi. Grab a Pepsi and some friends and get in the game. Pepsi, official soft drink of your App State Mountaineers. Mountaineer Talk is a presentation of IMG. America's home for college sports.